Some of you may have heard of Nemo the clownfish. He was captured and taken far away from his home. You may have also heard that his father Marlin set off on a long journey to rescue him. And along the way, he met a few colorful characters including a vegetarian shark. And of course the story ends with a daring rescue of Nemo and they all return home to live peacefully. But do you know what happened after that? A group of human scuba divers descended upon the reef where they all lived. They started scattering a lot of plastic bags and even drilling near the coral reefs. Panic swept through all the creatures living in the oceans. The tortoises, the sharks, they all got scared. And everything seemed lost. But then with a flick of his fin, Nemo rallied the sea creatures to fight back. And guess what he did? He teamed up with a group of friendly humans who work at a place called the United Nations. they recently signed a historic treaty called the high seas treaty that will protect nemo and many of his friends i know a lot of you must have realized i made up a little part of the story but still it feels so good to know that this high seas treaty will really be helping our friend nemo and many of their friends so in this episode we talk about how the ocean is getting a little bit safer once again For those of you who are listening to this podcast channel for the first time, hi there, you're listening to What's New Today, a kids and family podcast about current events shaping our world. This is Sangeeta, your host from India, and in every episode, I'm joined by a bunch of curious children who love to talk about interesting stories from the real world around us. And in today's episode, I'm joined by I my name is Trisha I am 8 years old. Hi, I'm Sadik. I am 9 years old. I study in 3rd standard in Children's Academy, Mumbai. Hi, my name is Rachita Kamath. I'm 9 years old. I live in Mumbai, Malad. I study at Children's Academy Group of Schools, Bachani Nagar, Malad. Welcome to the show all three of you. It's very nice to see these three bright young faces. Uh, especially when we are about to talk about how we're all going to be protecting all the marine life inside our oceans before we delve into the topic directly shall we play a quick tiny little quiz yes, yes ma'am name any sea creature whose name starts with s a sea sponge sea horse sea lion Do you know which is the deepest point on earth? The Mariana Trench. Wonderful. Can you tell me about a sea creature that features in a story that you all have read that you found really interesting? Yes, octopus. I had read a story where there was a dolphin that could speak to humans. The magical dolphin. I found a character in the story that is a kraken. because of its huge size and the huge spots on its tentacles but you weren't scared reading about kraken no i actually love the topic actually the copy of the colossal squid or the giant squid you've met, you've also seen colossal squids and giant squids yes i've seen images of them thank god i i was wondering if you'd met them what does the word high seas mean 
Every country has a thin strip of water around 200 nautical miles. Beyond that track, it is nobody's waterland and it is called high seas. Does anybody govern the high seas? Can anybody say this is an area on these parts, these are the laws and rules that will work? No, nobody can say that because beyond 200 nautical miles, no one owns the ocean. Only 1% of these high seas are currently protected. Oops, it's about time we did something about them. We should not do any bad things like dump garbage and because it is the largest habitat on earth and it is home to millions of species. Wow! What is the interesting and positive and happy news story that we're going to talk about? ICCT is a legal agreement between the 190 countries in the United Nations for protecting the oceans and the marine life. The, uh, it was signed on 4th March 2023, recently, this year. After 15 years of debate, they bring 30% of the high seas under protection. I personally was overjoyed when I read about this because for many many years countries could not agree upon how to save the high seas. Do you think if there had been children in that room and not adults, they would have agreed upon the high seas treaty earlier? Yes, yes, surely agreed. First we'll do what is necessary by saving the oceans, then I'll side. That would be the reaction of a child, I guess. I think next time, something needs to get done to save our planet. We should only choose people under the age of 10 to go to all of these United Nations conferences and things will get done immediately and quickly. <laughs> Let's make a list of uh, marine creatures that we know that might form a part of the marine ecosystem. Shall we try to put together this? Seahorse. Okay. Octopuses, jellyfish, sharks, dolphins, whales, sea lion, hammer-headed shark, and uh, other types of fishes. Uh, blue whales, dolphins, the immortal jellyfish, and uh, there's a new organism found in the trench that is Eulithanius plasticus. Eulithanius plasticus. Where do you come across names like this? I uh, search in Google and I see videos in YouTube also. Oh, wow. And you did not come across any Kraken yet? No, no, because Krakens are not real. But it's very interesting, right? So all of us have named creatures that are reasonably big. None of us named some of the tinier creatures that live in the ocean. Ma'am, can I try and name one? Yeah. A coral reefs also come. Absolutely. And all the other plants like seagrass. That is very right. And? A lot of tiny, tiny little creatures also live on the coral reefs. I don't know their names either, but even these form part of the marine biodiversity. So now this high seas treaty seeks to protect 30% of our oceans. When I went through this high seas treaty, a very interesting word that popped up into my head was protecting marine biodiversity. Rachita, what does that word mean? Do you know? Protecting marine biodiversity means uh, the things that the oceans and marine give us, we should conserve them and protect the oceans instead of doing. Like in one of the episodes, uh, you had 
told that uh, we get petrols and other things which we require for vehicles are found from deep sea so it harms the ocean the high seas treaty will also try to limit how much we do deep sea mining what do we mine under the ocean for we mine for oils and minerals i've seen they send some um, robots to the seabed they remotely control it and they suck out the minerals from the seabed sounds like iron man flying deep into the ocean and flying out with some precious metals something like that so deep sea mining is so there'll be some this big machine that will go down to the ocean floor it will drill 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 and drill and when it drills you know it all that dust will fly out right so there'll be all this sand on the ocean floor it will fly out when the ocean gets filled with all this dirty water with all the dust around it do you think marine creatures will get hurt when we do these kind of mining activity yes pollute the sea marine creatures will die i think that whales are type of elephants but they're inside water i think that if there is a herd of whales in some other direction whale listens to the sound and goes to the direction and that is similar almost similar to what the elephants do if the all this murky water you know of all this sand gets mixed into the water how does it affect whales so if a whale gets lost then the echolocations they use it will be not working because it will be in, interfered by the uh, dirty impure water you are spot on 100% correct Do you think we know more about the surface of Mars or we know more about all the creatures in our own oceans which do you think we know more about our own so our own earth yeah got it we know more about our Ma- mars's surface why okay. because there are many species which we have still not discovered uh, we really know more about mars than oceans there are many things that may lie undiscovered and we do not know what use may it come for us you know you guys are actually right we do know more about the surface of mars than we do about our own oceans wow so now do you think the high seas treaty is even more important yes ma'am yeah. yes there are millions and millions and millions of species inside our oceans about which we have absolutely no clue if you go around mining and drilling we may lose species about whom we never knew in the first place and so on that very positive note we'll move on to the next interesting part of this episode which is quiz time let's see how well you listen Do y'all want to ask me questions instead of me asking you questions? Do you want to try that? Ma'am, I have a question. What are high seas? So high seas are those parts of our oceans which are not governed by a country. 
so each country has some ocean or some water that it borders up to 200 nautical miles that belongs to that country beyond that it's all called high seas was i right yes ma'am what is marine biodiversity what is marine biodiversity biodiversity means many different kinds of creatures that live together so like an elephant and a centipede and a millipede and a deer and a rhinoceros all will live together that's biodiversity and marine biodiversity specifically refers to all those creatures that live together inside the oceans which means the algae the seaweed the giant squids and all of these coexist that's marine biodiversity Do you think I gave the right answer? Yes, ma'am. You gave the correct answer. Thank you very much. What is the highest city about? The high seas treaty that we recently signed was to help us protect at least thirty percent of our high seas, so that people don't destroy all the creatures living there. overfish them and hopefully we don't mind too much in those places and disrupt the seabed floor the ocean floor in these places was i right with my yes. answer yes thank you very much trisha so do you guys have any riddles or trivia that we want to close the episode with i have a trivia that hammerhead sharks are actually not that much dangerous because even they have to hunt you they have to hunt you like they have to keep their mouth vertically because their mouth is on the down part of their body and because of their bulging eye you can dodge them easily oh so you're not worried at all if you come in contact with a hammerhead shark you know exactly no. how to escape no i am worried but the only thing is it attacks a bit slow <laughs> Did you enjoy listening to little Twisha Satvik Rachita and I discuss a real life news story remember this will hopefully help Nemo Dory and many more of their friends stay safe and happy Our next news story will drop on Monday and we'd love to see a few hundred more five star ratings and reviews on Spotify and Apple Podcasts For those of you who would like an alert each time a new episode is released on this channel, you can join a WhatsApp community. The link to this is given in the show notes below. And thanks, thanks for listening. listening.